Be Popular Outcast production. Yes, 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 man! We're recording? Yep. We're recording. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Yes Man. Yes. We're still around. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's just us saying yes for an hour. Stop fighting me. We're recording this in my apartment, Mike's apartment, and there is a dog between Chris and I. Um, There's a wiener between. <laughs> she's a dachshund, and her name is Riley. Say hi, Riley. She's not gonna say hi. All right, uh, let's let's get started. Did you say you said there was a really important email you wanted to get out of the way right off the bat? <coughs> oh yeah, um, we got an email from Paul in Kentucky. Okay. And he asked us how can he help out uh, the Popular Cast Network. He really wants to give back to us oh. for entertaining him for hours on end. For free. For free. Yeah. Well, that's easy. Uh, you know, uh, P- Paul, was it? Yeah, Paul. <laughs> okay. Paul, all you have to do is go to popularoutcast.com or yesman.popularoutcast.com and uh, you click on the Amazon banner, clear your cookies first, and shop as you normally would on Amazon. And then uh, we get a little bit of taste back at the uh, network of and, what you spend. So. And you're not charged any extra. Yeah, Paul. So uh, go and buy whatever you need to buy. Hopefully it's like a car or something. <laughs> something that will get a, a good percent of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait until you have to buy a lot of things. Like, save up and then be like, okay, I need $1,000 worth of stuff. Yeah, and, and then buy it all at once. Buy it all at once. Large <laughs> purchases only, please. No, any purchase is welcome. L- large purchases only. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, I guess we'll just get started. We'll re- quickly rehash what our mission statement is, if you want to do that, since I just... Did the entire Amazon thing. Uh, okay. Um, so the ultimate goal of this show is to help other people um, and selfishly help ourselves. Uh, Mike and I have problems with being beta male yes men, so <laughs> to kind of combat that and try and uh, make ourselves better people and, and better at giving advice or helping others out, we are... Uh, Gonna help others with yeah, their problems, and hopefully our optimism slowly gets to be balanced between optimism, optimism and pessimism, which I think some people can consider realism. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we we just need to I don't know we just need to get better at, at, at this because we're 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 struggling. <laughs> I I think it's fair though because we call ourselves out on it enough, so yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So, do you want to get? Should we just dig in? I mean, I think that's that's about it. Uh, we are not recording at the location we recorded at last time, so, so hopefully it sounds a little less echoey. There'll uh, be no vehicles. And no vehicles driving by. No and guest interruptions. No chance of customers. But well, that wasn't last time either. <laughs> I have a few customers stop by. Hey-o. For goods and services. Did I really just make a prostitution joke? You did. That's stupid. <laughs> I'm going to pull a bill and say I'll cut that out. <laughs> um, all right, so... Uh, we got a bunch of emails, some Twitter questions, and a voicemail. So we're going to try and tackle all five of these today. Uh, if you would like to ask us a question, though, feel free to send it to us at yesmenshow at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter, uh, at yesmenshow on yeah. Twitter. On Facebook, we're also considered yesmen. You can find us on there. Just look for the logo. Yep. Um, and our voicemail, which is one... I'll find two, it. Two, one, eight, two, <laughs> yes, We gotta man. come up with a jingle. Maybe we can come up with a jingle for our... For our uh, yeah, we'll have to do that. Thing. I'm gonna pull up the number now. But we do have a voicemail from... Uh, 
He didn't say... From Rick. Uh, <laughs> well, I have to play the voicemail. You have to play the voicemail. Dumb, oh, dumb. I guess then we're fine having that in there. So He didn't say his full name, so it's okay. That's good. All right. Do, do you want to say the phone number before Yeah, I I'll pull the, the phone email? number up really quick. Or the voicemail? Yeah. I think it's 2182 Yes Men. It's definitely 2 Yes Men. For uh, sure. For sure. One eight one five two yes men. Eight one five. One eight one five two nine three seven six three six. We'll have that in the post, and we'll say it again at the end of the episode. Yep. So all right. So I'm gonna play the first voice. Well, the only voicemail we got this. Week. Well, we did get one. Okay. The only voicemail <laughs> we're going to use this week. But to the gentleman who said he was suffering from herpes, uh, go to the doctor. Yep. That's all we can. <laughs> that's all we can say. Uh, this is Nick from Baltimore. Two uh, questions, if you don't mind uh, me asking. One of them is, I got no motivation anymore. I'm looking to write a story. I get distracted, do something else, I play a game. Get to, what can I do to stay motivated? And the second question, me and this girl have been split for like three, three and a half years now, and I can't seem to get over her. How can I get over her? Thanks for your help. All right. All right. Thank you for your question, Nick from Baltimore. Uh, let's dig in. I guess there's technically two questions in there. Yep, it's a two-parter. So he's having a motivation issue. Yep. Uh, um, it, he says that um, he's looking to write a story, but um, whenever he tries to do something, he ends up doing something else like playing video games okay. or something else like that. Um, I can't remember this website, but uh, I use it. When I have like finals and stuff, and I'm having a really hard time concentrating, right? Where you can you can set it up so you can't use the internet at all for a certain amount of time, right? On any devices, and uh, that's I, awesome. We'll yeah. have to find the title. We'll put that. We'll we'll link to it afterwards because right. I can't remember the name. But there's like there's like certain things. There's certain different levels too. Like you can do it so like it's only on your laptop or only on your phone, or you can do it so it's internet. Across the board. That's pretty awesome. And, like, you can set the amount of time that it, that it doesn't allow you. <coughs> and, like, you can, you can block out specific websites or you can block out the internet completely. Right, right. I, uh, I had a little bit of an issue with that in college, especially towards the point when I was able to afford a PS3 in college. I, I really made that my, uh, my priority for a while. Uh, my, grades, my grades showed that. Um... But I, I did, I did kind of start setting up some sort of a system where I would do two hours of homework and then give myself a forty-five minute period of playing PS3. I find that if if you do balance that out uh, and you consider those things rewards for what you're working on, uh, you can do that. Also, check out the uh, the Nerdist Way by Chris Hardwick. Have you ever read that? No, I haven't. It's really good, good, and um, he focuses a, a big portion of that book to uh, video gaming your life. You know, to leveling up and and giving yourself experience points for certain things that you do, um, which may sound ridiculous and childish, but uh, there is an app out there called I forget what it's called, but <laughs> basically it's it's a really cool to do list. But as you finish things on your list, it gives you experience, and your character gets gets upgraded, collects treasure, all these, all these different things. It's really that's cool. That's cool. That sounds awesome. Uh, it's all called Epic Win, is what it's called. Oh, okay. Uh, it's called Epic Win. Really cool animation style, but I think it's only ninety nine cents. And uh, I, I know you hadn't mentioned you were in school, but I but, know you said you're writing and you're doing things like that. So I would definitely uh, recommend trying out Epic Win, finding the website, or uh, just just giving yourself some sort of a schedule. Yeah, um, I would. 
I would say, too, your best bet is uh, to set up a reward system similar to, like, uh, when you diet or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you have a certain amount of time you do work, and then you have your cheat day or your cheat time. And a lot of times, if you if you start writing and you get on a good roll, you'll get inspired and you'll not want to take a break right. anyways. So, I would say, um, set... Yeah, set goals for yourself and just try and keep yourself to those goals as much as you can. Like, say, okay, I want to write for two hours every single day, and until I write for two hours, I'm not doing anything else yeah. that I want to do. Yeah. Or better yet, I would set a, a word or character goal. Um, That's because, true, too. Because it, you can say, oh, I'm going to do two hours of work, and then you can, like... I don't know, you can kind of cheat yourself and be like, well, I only wrote a paragraph, but it took me two hours to write that paragraph. <laughs> so I would, I would say your best bet would to do like a page goal or, or a word count goal daily. And uh, don't allow yourself to have any fun. I mean, you have to be your... I mean, f coming from two yes men, this is kind of tricky, but <laughs> you have to be your own boss sometimes. And... Sometimes you're the only person to keep yourself in line. Yeah, um, and I mean, you're saying, I am going to disagree with you. You're allowed to have fun with it. I mean, you kind of need to trick yourself into having fun with it, though. You but know, you need to figure out a way to, to consider it fun, I guess. Yeah. And maybe by giving yourself a system of rewards, that's the way to do it. You know, don't buy that new game that you want. Don't buy that new Blu-ray that you want. Finish what you're doing and then reward yourself with it even well, if it's not I, release day that's essentially what i was saying yeah, yeah, yeah don't don't do it in a way that you'd be able to cheat yourself mm -hmm. don't put a time limit put something more concrete on on your your goal right right uh your second question involved a girl that you're having trouble getting over uh yeah you say that you split b around three to three and a half years ago and you can't seem to get over her um, I think every guy has had that experience in some way. Yeah, point. definitely. Um, the best thing for me to do was just try to go out and meet new people, uh, spend time with friends, uh, don't be afraid to talk to girls. Yeah, I mean... I know that's scary. Don't, but. I guess, I mean, unless you really think that this girl is, and I know this is coming back to episode one, unless you really think that this girl is... is the one. The one, I mean... If it's not working out, it's not working out, and uh, I'm going to try to ref refrain from using any more cliches in this podcast, but there's more <laughs> fish in the sea, man. Um, you know, give them a shot. Yeah, I mean, you, you Maybe can't... you're a swordfish guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe you had a halibut before. That was not a gay joke, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, you just gotta... It, I, I understand it's tough. We've all gone through it. But you have to... Let yourself get away from it. Yeah. You can't just... Uh, I mean, it's tough. It is very tough. Yeah. But if you just sit around and think about what could have been, you're never going to get over it. No, I... Next I, thing you know, it'll be 20 years from now and you'll still not be over that girl because you spent the last 10 dwelling on it. Right. And I think everything happens for a reason. I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at now. And if this didn't happen, it may not be where it's at now. But if, if I didn't... Uh, I, I I basically wasted my freshman year just, you know, doing exactly what you're doing. Uh, worried about a girl who I had feelings for who I couldn't get to reciprocate feelings. And, uh, you know, I made the mistake of complaining about it to 
most of my friends I had made that year. And, and while they still are friends now, you know, I'm embarrassed to look back on those years and say, you know, oh my God, I can't believe I wouldn't stop talking about so-and-so. <laughs> um, you just gotta, you gotta get your mind off of it and, and get your mind onto something else. You know, just focus on focus on writing instead of girls, and who knows what's going to fall into your lap. I mean, if you literally, write, <laughs> if, if you write well enough, maybe the ladies will come mm. for you. Um, you never know. But yeah, I was in the same boat too through most of my teenage years. I was just interested in girls. Girls weren't interested in me, and all of my friends, including female friends, had just heard about how yeah how upset it made me. Yeah. And uh, but now that I'm now that I'm older, I think, I think your best bet would to be just go out and have fun. Don't be shy. I, I opening up to people can be scared, scary. <laughs> can be scared. Opening up to people can be scary, but uh, don't. Again, this is just another. Don't hold yourself back. Yeah. Uh, you gotta face your fears and. Um, and don't go out looking looking for. You know, I mean, you're, you're go- you need to go out and just enjoy yourself, and people are going to be able to see that in you. And I know we're getting back to a question that was asked before. Yeah. You know, uh... Don't... But... I'm not saying go get, like, crunk off your ass or anything like that, but... <laughs> Hearing you say that, it's just, I don't know why, that's so funny. <laughs> but, like, just literally go have fun with friends. You don't have to drink, you don't have to do anything like that. Go have fun with friends, uh, and... While, don't don't while put you, up a wall. Either. Yeah, don't put up a wall, but also don't go pining for... Oh, that, <laughs> if that carried over, that was Riley. I hope it did. <laughs> uh, don't, go, don't go pining for that relationship or anything like that, because uh, it could just lead you to more hurt. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's... And I don't want to be... You know what? I'm going to be real. If it's been three, three and a half years, then maybe it's just not meant to be, and you could consider a friendship with this person. But I, I, I think if you're having a hard time getting over an intimate relationship with someone for three years, a friendship isn't going to happen. Yeah, let me... There's always going to be feelings on? there. Oh, never mind. I, I thought that <laughs> the Google Translate doesn't work very well to read. No, it doesn't. Um, but hey, hopefully, hopefully that, that kind of answered your question. Um, I feel like we're all over the place with that one. So yeah. to sum it up, uh, for the writing, uh, give yourself a reward system, space it out, uh, make sure that you are aware of what you want your goals to be Conc- and set a concrete goal, uh, something that you have, that you can actually reach not something that will come no matter how hard you work, such as time versus word or page. Right. Because you could sit there and stare at a wall for two hours and go, well, I did my two hours of writing. Mm-hmm. Or you could actually give yourself a goal of 100 words a day. And when you hit that 100 words, then reward yourself. Right. Or 10 pages a week. Mm-hmm. Or anything like that. And for the having trouble getting over a girl portion, um, I would say, to recap what we had said... Um, don't be afraid to go out and have fun. Don't be afraid to meet new people. Don't uh, hold yourself back on account of that relationship. And um, someday things will fall into place. I mean, it's bound to happen, right? <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So, Nick, hopefully that took care of everything. Hopefully you're not depressed after that. 
Yeah, we gotta find a way to pep up this podcast. And if man. you uh, if you completely disagree with with us or think we're douchebags for our suggestions, don't be afraid to call us out. <laughs> yeah, call us out because, like we said, we never once said we're good at what we do here. Nope, <laughs> we're never. not yes men to ourselves. We've never claimed that we're great. Yeah. Uh, so the next email we received is from someone who told us to use his name, so we'll be doing that. Um, Liam from Sydney, Australia, sent us a qu- uh, uh, we'll we'll call it a novel. Um, uh, we would ultimately like to read it to you guys, but it is lengthy. Uh, it's the gentleman who asked us about Skype last week. Uh, long he kind of wanted to long distance relationships. Skype and wasn't a thing. Skype wasn't an option. This is because uh, the 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 lady in the story is literally on the other side of the country. So you know, world, world. Sorry, world. France. I'm sorry, world. And uh, they they have a lot of trouble uh, coinciding with their schedules. Um, so after a <clears throat> somewhat successful, from what I can tell, uh, relationship before. Uh, Liam's, uh, we're supposed to change her name, so we'll, we'll call her just, we'll just say Rachel. Uh, before Rachel moved, uh, they had a lot of success, and then, as expected, she had to move. And that was when things got difficult for them. Uh, so now they're talking about, I'm sorry, I need to get caught up on this. Yeah, I, I read this this morning again. Um, they're talking about how Skype isn't going to work for them because of their schedules and because of where they're at and not being in front of a computer at the same time. But he's asking if it would make sense to send letters, if it would be creepy for him to just to show up on our front door. Yeah, their communication is always delayed because of the emails and, and the time schedule. And right, so they're such. sending messages to each other, but not... They're almost pen pals at this point. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a, uh, but, a dick, Liam, but like right now, it kind of seems like. But they're in a relationship, right? At the same right. Time. You're able to keep in touch, but you're kind of in a pen pal situation, which you are struggling with. Yeah. Um, and as you said, you are not rich enough to actually show up on her doorstep, <laughs> which I just read. Um, but I, f- from a my perspective, I always, I always wanted to receive handwritten letters in the mail. I always thought there was something special about that. And I know that's not going to help your situation. What? It's just No, I, I mean, I, I, I think it would be really cool to open up an, an envelope with, like, pictures and, and handwritten things and drawings and doodles and, and like, a mix CD and stuff like that. I, I mean, sending packages back and forth can be expensive. Yeah. But also, you know, one every two months can really go a long way. Yeah. And you can communicate a lot through mix CDs. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like that guy, but you can. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think... I think the way that your long-distance relationship is being handled is really good. I mean, you're doing the best you can possibly do. I'm impressed from the story. Yeah. And um, the ultimate question in this was, is there anything he should say or reaffirm to really make sure she knows that he does miss her dearly and that he doesn't want her to bug her off? Tell her. Should he mail her stuff? What should I mail her? Would showing up on her doorstep one day be weird? Um... Even though that's not an option, he would still want us to answer that, it seems. And what is it about people that draws us to them when they're so far away? Um, Is it specifically the distance? I know a lot of people who started with long-distance thing, being socially awkward penguins like we are, (laughs) and they almost always fail, which makes me concerned and relieved. So, uh, I don't think there's anything else you could do to say or reaffirm the way you feel. I mean, you're taking every possible moment you can to contact her. 
Yeah, it seems like you're doing, doing a good job. For you're them. doing it in every way possible. Yeah. Um, if if we're getting the entire story here, it doesn't sound like showing up at our front door would be weird. But I mean, maybe you guys could figure out a good time to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, mean, I would say to not just randomly. <laughs> yeah, that might not work so well. Um, but to answer your question about distance, I, I mean. I'm being a hypocrite from the last question, but absence makes the heart grow stronger, right? I don't think that that, that saying... Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Fonder, whatever. What did I say, stronger? Yeah. I mean, Almost. even so, I, I mean, I talked about how my girlfriend and I went through college. Two hours is a big difference from France to Australia. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, being away can really make you miss someone. You don't realize how much you care about that person until they're not next um, to you. I also think the reason that... Um, like, as you refer to that, wait, what, um, okay, like, starting a long-distance relationship, uh, like, already being far apart through the internet or whatever, Mm -hmm. I think that's so easy for people to do, because it, it's so easy to fake confidence. Like, when you have a computer screen and all of the internet, and another computer screen between you and another person... (laughs) It's really easy to be, it's really easy to be yourself. Yeah. Whereas face to face, it might be difficult, or it's easy to be someone you're not because exactly, you can, and that can really get because you have it. You have that safety net in between of, like, I I think long distance relationships are appealing because the the lack of face to face rejection. Right. You're not going to get rejected to your face if rejection comes about. I think that's what makes it appealing. Right. That's the same thing with texting. Uh, But I'm just saying, if I were in your exact situation, I know that it would mean a lot to me to receive something in the mail that I know was actually in your hands, if that makes sense. I I was going to suggest, like, things that would be nice to mail is, like, maybe her favorite things from home, like... Yeah, assuming she's from Australia, I mean, even... I mean, I know around here we have, like, Middlesworth chips. Like, you know, stuff like that, like... Getting some things from home, especially from someone who she cares about, could really mean a lot. I, I would also think something personal of yeah. yours would be a yeah, good yeah, gift, yeah. too. Like, maybe, you know, your favorite t-shirt that she could sleep in at night, or yeah. Or spray or a your pillow. cologne in the box, or something. Yeah, you know? something, to, something as, like, a subtle reminder of you that she can see or feel or smell on a daily mm-hmm. basis Yeah, would be, would be the perfect thing to send to her. Um... Is that the... I don't think long-distance relationships necessarily always fail either. And I think you should be safe in yours. Be, you should be confident in yours because it didn't start as a long-distance relationship. Yeah, you have the foundation. Yeah. Um, Which is pretty concrete, so... But I, I would say that it doesn't seem like she's going to bugger off either because uh, she's doing the same thing you're doing. She's taking as much free time as she possibly can or you know at least maybe not it's every moment of her free time but she's at least taking some of her free time which probably isn't a whole lot to uh (laughs) to talk to you and keep in touch with you and make sure you're okay and to uh, communicate back and forth and um and here's where we got to get to the the realist portion of our show like is she planning on coming back or are you planning to move there? I mean, where? what are your ultimate goals in all of this? I, I, I don't know if I remember reading that part. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, if, if 
if you guys are going to be sep- separated from countries and countries and countries, then you know you got to okay. figure out what your she, ultimate goal is. She will be coming back. Okay, cool. She left for France to go to school. Right. And now also remember. No, they did have a pretty long relationship before this, though it seems, because he it says he asked her out on a date early on, just because he wanted to get to know her better, and she said yes, and then said oh. But I'm moving to France in 18 months for school. 18 months. Wow, that, yeah, that is from a when time. they met. See, that's a that is a that is a really solid foundation in my opinion. I mean, I don't. I I'm so. not in the relationship, so I don't really know. No, but uh, something you know, something was there for that 18 months. Yeah, so that's that's pretty nice that it's still going on. So I don't know. Just just figure out what what you think is is. Uh, didn't finish that thought in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think we pretty much answered everything. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, and we kind of did recap what we had said, too. So, recap. Or we did recap? We did recap, yeah. Okay. You know, mail something. uh, Okay, yeah. Maybe schedule a time to visit (laughs) if if you're going to have the money to to do so. I mean, also, too, we're a generation of night owls, so I would say maybe try one day a week where you can stay up a little later yeah. or she can stay up a little later where you can get, even if it's a half hour of Skype conversation, just to hear each other's voice and see each other's faces. Yeah. I think that would be really healthy for the relationship too. Yeah, definitely. You know, also get Spotify. You can share playlists with each other, you know, like yeah. some fun things like that. I mean, the internet is, is only, it's changing every day and there's more and more opportunities to do these kind of things where you can... Can keep in touch or uh, get, get a, uh, oh, what's it, uh, get Snapchat. Oh, yeah. You know, you can like. Yeah, that's a great idea. I can't can believe like, we didn't think of that. You can you send know, pictures of each other with little like love notes or whatever. Yeah, or like. like Maybe you like, want to get a little frisky. Guess what I'm doing, yeah. Here's my, what do they call it in Australia? <laughs> I don't, I, I, I personally. Here's our question been. for you. What do you call your ding dong in Australia? <laughs> Here's my here's, dog might be what they call it. <laughs> you can send your wallaby. <laughs> I don't know. That was kind of racist. I want to go to Australia. It's like my my dream my dream destination. So uh. just, now we have to justify ourselves. We don't believe anyone rides kangaroos, and we don't consi- think that you call your penises wallabies either. Yeah, no, that was just a joke. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> but uh. Liam, I mean, we, we love you, and... Uh, we do, but yeah, I can't believe we never thought of Snapchat before. Yeah. I, like, it's a way you could still see each other's faces, Yeah, and maybe things will get a little frisky, and you right. can keep the relationship and I, I mean, I assume, I, I assume you can kind of, like, from my little experience with Snapchat, which is basically just receiving snaps from Jeff from um. Popular Outcasts, is, like, they, they load up, so, like, like, you'll get a list. Like, you could wake up in the morning and get, like, five or six from, from the person, from... Uh, Rachel. Yeah. And also, too, uh, maybe Vine. And Vine, too. If you have, if you have iPhones. Because, unfortunately, oh, is it not Vine's an Android not yet. Oh. So if you have iPhones, you could also, to set up a Vine account that if you want no one else to see it, make then, it private. then make it private and only be on each other's. And then yeah. you can just send little six or seven, what is it, six seconds? Mm-hmm. You can send little, sec- little six-second clips of each other to each other. Right. And that would be a nice little sweet way to keep in touch too. Yeah, and I know you at one point had mentioned in your in your message that uh, you don't consider yourself a very artistic person, but she is. But, you know, you could set also set up a private YouTube account and do some like video vlogs, you know. And this this is getting to the point where it could get kind of creepy, but you know, you could just talk about your day. You don't want to be the guy sending video vlogs to your, hey, to your Hey, here's I'm what pooping. I did today. 
He's... Pooping again. <laughs> Got my wallaby out. <laughs> okay. Liam, I think we covered everything. We hope we helped. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully. If we didn't, let us know. If we did, let us know. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, let's see how long we've been recording. All right, cool. We don't get time yet. I don't got to be to work until three, so we got a half hour. Perfect. Well, uh, that'll give okay. us an hour episode. So uh, John, we got John, a, John. Yeah, uh, we got another email. This one I can read because it's short. Hey, fellers, it's John from Three the Hard Way here. I tried to do that in his voice. That's pretty close. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I hope as, he's okay with us using that. I think he is. Okay. Because he, the last one, he said he was. Okay. I'll ask him. If not, you can if not, bleep it out. Yeah. Hey, bleep, hey guys, it's bleep from bleep <laughs> the bleep bleep here. Bleep the three bleep. The uh, Three the Hard Ways another uh, in case he is okay with us putting this on there. Three the Hard Ways is another uh, podcast on our network. And, Check him out. And if not, bleep is another bleep <laughs> on the bleep, bleep network. Uh, yeah, so here we go. This is we're gonna tone it down a little bit. Uh, as you know, I've recently suffered a loss. I was wondering if I could get your take on how to cope with loss, especially in an industry like ours where you're required to be funny at least once a week. That is all. Heal me, God's damn it, John. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we're not going to get into your actual situation, but lo- loss is a, is a loss tough is really thing. hard. Um, um, whether it's an animal or it's a family member or a friend or an acquaintance, it can be hard for anyone. Yeah, it, I mean, especially if it's someone you were either really close to or someone in your age category. I think they're the two, the two hardest deaths to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Coping is something that I have. Never really had a whole lot of experience I, with. I have um, a really hard time with it. I sh- typically shut out everyone around I, me. Yeah, I, I know, like, I've unfortunately had to... Well, unfortunately, I consider myself very fortunate that I got to know my great-grandparents. Uh, but I did have to be... I, I attended their funerals. I was young, but I was still old enough to understand what was going on. And uh, Same. Oh, well, gosh. I kind of could understand. What I was very sad on my own, but seeing family members react who who had more of an opportunity to spend time with these people, it really, really affected me. And uh, just thinking about experiencing that again uh, really scares me. Um, I know I think about, uh, you know, a lot of those things. And, and this isn't really how to cope, but I know the hurt if, if that makes you feel any better. I did have to recently attend a funeral for a close friend's father who I've known since I was in first grade. And that was even really tough. And I didn't even really have any conversations with, with the guy, but, um, just to see someone you care. about. It really is beautiful to see people react the way they do. Um, just to know that you've touched someone and, you know, just think about how, and this is, (laughs) This is probably going to get some negative feedback, but I don't know. I've always thought if you think about how strongly you're feeling about this person's uh, death or, or anything, um, and you think about how, how much it's really bothering you and how much you miss this person, and you just think about the person that you're, you're having these feelings about and, and just think it, like if they could know how important they were to me um, – I don't know what I'm trying to get out of here. It's just something I, I've always thought about. I, like, I think what you're trying to say is is your way of coping is to think about if they knew how much they meant yeah, to you. And I don't believe that it. That it's good. I'm not... We never really talked about religion, did we? No, we haven't yet. Neither of us are really... Like, super religious. Yeah, I, I, like I don't... 
believe in an afterlife or heaven or hell or anything like that. So that's that's another thing that's kind of difficult because coping, I know, sometimes does have a lot to do with religion. Uh, this is tough. I can't even talk about it. I, it, I don't know. It's really hard. Uh, I would say the best way to cope is surround yourself with loved ones. Yeah. Uh, surround yourself with people that make you happy. So when it, you do get pulled down into the, the sadness, uh, there's people there to help you out. Um, even us, man, we're close personal. I would consider you a close personal friend of us. Absolutely. Uh, so don't be even afraid to come to us if you have no one else to come to. But I, I think the best way to deal with coping, uh, the best way to deal with the death is, like I said, surround yourself with people you love and care about. Yeah, reach out and don't be afraid to show people how you feel either. Um, but another thing is, is make sure you give yourself the time to, to mourn and to remember um, this is completely a different situation, but, uh, last year, my cat of 17 year old year, years, uh, passed away. He, uh, my, the neighbors found him under a van and this cat was really important to my dad. Uh, cause after my brother and I went to school every night, the cat would sit up on the ca- the, cou- uh, the chair with him and, and watch whatever my dad was watching and like actually sit there and, and just, you know, they were really close for, for an animal bond. Yeah. And uh, when the cat passed away, like, I cried. I mean, I, I don't do well with death. But yeah. my dad buried him up uh, the woods by my house. You've been there. there. It's a solid football field away. But he yeah. buried him up at the edge of the woods. And every time he mows the lawn, he mows, he mows the area around where, where the cat was buried. And uh, I, just something as simple as that, I think, helps him cope for something. And, it, again, it's a cat. It's yeah. not a family member. Yeah. But, you know... Give yourself a having ritual a every every yeah, year, you know. Just a uh, there's a really beautiful moment in How I Met Your Mother when Marshall, uh, spoiler well, alert, when Marshall like watches. Uh, well, yeah. If if you haven't watched How I Met Your Mother, skip like a minute ahead or so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Marshall's dad loses his dad. Yeah. And uh, he goes to his grave to watch the Packers and Bears game. Something like, I forget what the actual. Well, because I know they're Packers. Yeah. Fans. I think it's the Packers versus the Bears. Right. And he grills and, and just he has he shares there. a beer with his dad. Yeah. Puts like a, a burger on his dad's. You know. Yeah. It's just a really touching moment, and and mm-hmm. I don't think that's really outlandish either. You know, I mean, you're not going to be able to bring a grill into a cemetery, but you know. Yeah. Spend some time. I guess. Yeah. Don't. Uh, I I know I have people in my family who every year um on like one of them lost their mother every year on their mother's birthday they get a dozen roses and they take them to her grave and they spend a half hour there with her. Right. And I mean that could be so tough for you and I understand cuz I would have a hard time doing that too. Especially since it's but so Maybe just do something uh I in personal conversation, I, I recall you saying about you and your dad going fishing. Um, so once a year, you know, maybe on his birthday, or if you're comfortable on the anniversary of his passing, um, go fishing. Go fishing and stop by and see him, you know, with all your gear and everything. I mean, that sound, it does sound ridiculous, but I don't know. It's something like that. that or like the scene at the end of Tommy Boy. That's what it reminds yeah. me of, where he's sailing in the boat and talking yeah. to his dad. Like, yeah. I love that scene. I mean, uh, it's movies and TV shows, but uh, don't but be afraid I, to get emotional and, and I, make it meaning to you, and I, meaningful to you. And while that, you know, it might be a movie or TV show, I know lots of people that have rituals like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and I think that's a good way of keeping the spirit, like the spirit of the person you knew alive yeah. and, and, and around and everything. So. And don't and uh, I understand it could be tough bringing them up, but don't be afraid to talk about them either. Celebrate celebrate the good they did in their life and celebrate your love for them. And, and pass on the stories that were given to you by him or 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 her, whoever you're talking about. Yeah, you know, I don't want to get too specific, but um, pass the stories on and don't be afraid to talk about about some good memories. So to recap. Set up a tribute if, you, if you're comfortable with that. Most importantly, surround yourself with good people who will be able to bring you out of any sort of slump you get into when you get down or thinking about how much you miss that person. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just don't, don't close anyone out. Don't shut people up because you're hurt. Let us know. And uh, we... I know lots of people love you and would be more than happy to help you out if you needed it. Absolutely. You have our numbers. Yep. <laughs> and that's not how every question's going to work on here, but, you know, it's nice to reach out. Yes, uh, we did receive another... These are a little more lighthearted, I believe. Um, uh, okay. Steve sent us a direct message on Twitter. Uh, his question was, when we were younger, did it ever seem like everything just went wrong at the same time? Lately, life has just been overwhelming, and I need some advice on how to deal with it. If you end up answering this, thanks. Well, congratulations, we're answering this. <laughs> yeah, and Chris, I'm going to let you take the, the steering wheel on this one, because <laughs> your life lately completely relates. Um, unfortunately, uh, it doesn't stop. Uh, I'm 20 years old, and... I feel like it's worse now. Uh, everything goes wrong in in worse ways now. Um, like, I will have financial, vehicle, and family problems yeah. that happen all at the same time. Uh, I'm starting to believe in the rule of three, because it seems, <laughs> it seems yeah. to be that, like, everything hits you in triples. Uh, like... One one bad thing will happen, then another bad thing happens, then another bad thing happens within a few days. Uh, I told a joke at the last Min Mom that, uh, which if if you're not familiar with anything we've ever done besides this show, Min Mom is the local uh, open mic night, stands for Mike's No Mic Open Mic. That's me! Um, I told a story, which it's 100% true. Uh, I had, I didn't have a bed but I had an air mattress that I slept on for a few years. Um, well, like, a few days before college had started, uh, my air mattress had, like, went kaputski. It, there was a hole in it, and it was no more. Um, then my PlayStation 3 got the yellow light, um, which was also unfortunate. <laughs> and then I went to pick my dad up from a party he was at at my cousin's house, and on the drive home, I was telling him about, oh, man, Dad, you know, two days ago, my air mattress popped. Yesterday, my PlayStation yellow lighted while you were gone. And as soon as I stopped speaking about all the bad things that had happened to me lately, I had uh, hit uh, an exposed manhole and totaled my car. Ugh. So, uh, unfortunately, things uh, don't get... Bad things don't start. Don't st start. Bad things. 
bad things don't stop happening in mass amounts. Um, you do learn to cope with it. A yeah, little better, though. yeah. Uh, it honestly, feels... <laughs> comedy is a great way to cope yeah. with it. Don't be afraid to joke about the bad things that are happening to you in your life because if you can't joke about them, they end up breaking you down. Yeah, you got to be able to laugh about it. Yeah, you got to laugh about it. I mean, and sixteen, right? I think he's sixteen. At sixteen. I don't want to sound like your dad. You yeah, know, but I like, mean, you're we're going not... through some changes in life, and things are going to seem a lot. What's up? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Chris broke my table. Um, a lot of things are changing uh, for you, and emotionally, you're probably going to react a way that you never really reacted before. Yeah, you know, and things are going to seem outrageous and, and ridiculous, and like, oh my god, the world hates me. But you know, you're going to have to just realize that. You know, you can joke about it. You're going to get through it. Uh, never, did you give any specific examples? No. Okay. But never ask what else could go wrong. Because something will. Because something will. Yeah. Um, like, oh, it's so bad. What could possibly else go wrong? <laughs> and more bad things will happen. I mean, just when I moved into the apartment here, uh, let's see, we didn't have hot water in our shower. And I was like, okay, well, you know, in my head I was like, I mean, not much else could go wrong. <laughs> not true. Uh, I got accused of our dog pooping on the front sidewalk. And they said, if we have to tell you again, she's gone. Our dog wasn't even here. And, and it was just like, it was one thing after another, uh, after another, after another. And then it's some, some situations at, at work that were really freaking me out. But, you know, you just have to power through it and, yep. and realize that your week is still going to continue. And, you know, just because something crappy happens doesn't mean your week's over. Just because several crappy yeah. things happen doesn't <laughs> exactly. mean your week's over. Um, hopefully we helped out. I can't really think of anything else to say. You know what? I, I think I'm going to start, we're going to start giving a cliche for every, yeah. every single one. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> this. <clears throat> oh God. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, that, again, there's meaning behind it. I mean, turn it, it, it around in your favor. Turn yeah. the bad things around in your favor. Start there, doing I'll stand-up go, comedy. I'll go not the cliche way. I mean... You can put a funny spin on bad things that happen, and people will laugh at it. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that pretty much but sums that up. I hate breaking the bad news to you that it's not going to stop, buddy, because it doesn't. All right. Uh, let me pull up our other one. We just got one from another person today. Okay. Uh, another Twitter user, I'm not going to use his name, asks us. Oh, the first one. The first one you Yeah, I know, sorry. Hey, I'm editing it, don't worry. <laughs> Dear Yes Men, how does one maintain a balance between family and friends? Uh, my personal thing I did when I was in high school was weekdays were for family and weekends were for friends. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, he's not leaving. Um, yeah, that's really the best way I ever handled it to keep a, a good solid balance is... You never, you never, um, you know, let the two interfere. You have to keep time for your family. You have to keep time for your friends. Friends are important. Um, so just make specific times for those specific people. Um, but don't let either feel neglected either, because that cannot be, that can be a bad thing. Yeah, um, I don't really know exactly, we don't have much context involving this. Uh, but I mean, it's kind of ironic because my grandmother's actually outside, oh. um, and and she has had some experiences of getting close to people that I consider friends, like very close, including my girlfriend, and and uh, 
it's really kind of a... It can work. Yeah, it, really it can. It definitely can. Uh, I know. think I said don't let them interfere with each other. By that I mean don't let one take away from the other. Yeah. But if you, like, if your um, family is cool and you can bring some friends around together yeah, along you with you... Yeah, make sure it's going to work. Yeah. Then there's nothing... There's nothing wrong with doing that. Right. There's nothing wrong Sorry. with letting... Uh, like, personally, I had a friend in high school, uh, my friend Dane, his mom was super cool, and, like, there were, like, ten kids that were at his house every single weekend, and just hung out. He was, like, the, his house was, like, the commune for everyone. It's like Ben Margera. Yeah, except we, <laughs> except we didn't treat his parents like crap. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, I mean, it can work. Uh, what? She's... The gardener. <laughs> Universal sign for gardener. Yeah. Hey, we're actually talking about you. We're yeah. still recording. Yep. We, we have a question. We have a question. And this kind of relates to you, too. Yeah. Um, you're going to be, this is your first podcast that you're going to be on. Uh, we were asked, dear yes, man, how does one maintain a balance between family and friends? And we're saying that it can work. And that you, know, that you can mix family and friends and not have either lose out, especially if you've got a family that could get along with your friends easily. And Mike brought you up as your friends with a lot of his friends. They're not going to hear you shaking your head. <laughs> She's nodding. <laughs> but she doesn't want to talk. But anyway, uh, it can work. You just got to make sure that it's actually going to work. And if, if unfortunately, you are in, in a situation where, you know, your family and friends can't exactly mix very well, then just make sure you don't neglect either. You need to keep... I mean, friends are important, but they're not necessarily forever. Yeah, family is. And so don't sometimes, like unfortunately, family is forever, so... <laughs> I consider myself lucky. And some yeah. people I know aren't in the same boat, so... So that's that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we answered that good enough for you. Yeah. If not... Re-ask it and give us more context. Yeah. It's so, always best to give us more context. Yes, we appreciate context, uh, which is why, I mean, we do push the Twitter every week, but um, yep. email is the best way to do it. Email and, and voicemail. the voicemail are the two best ways. But, yeah, so uh, I guess, should we wrap this one up? Yeah, I know you got to get going. Yeah, I've got, I've got ten minutes, okay. so let's wrap it up. All right, cool. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's episode two. Of Yes Men. Yep. Uh, if you have any questions for us, feel free to send us an email at yesmenshow at gmail.com. Uh, contact us at, on Twitter at yesmenshow. Uh, you can get, find us on Facebook. Uh, we are located at yesmen on Facebook. You'll be able to find us. I, I believe our... What's the, is the URL? Facebook.com slash yesmenshow is what we had to go with. And our, our phone number is... I have it right here. Okay. Need. Oh, I have it too. Uh, our phone number is one eight one five two yes men, or one eight one five two nine three seven six three six. Just a reminder too: if you want us to use your name, say so. If you would like us to keep you anonymous, we're gonna automatically do that. Yeah. Uh, well, Me, one of us will automatically worry. keep you don't anonymous. Don't worry, I'm editing this one. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, if you are okay with using your, us using your name, say so. Uh, if your story includes names that you don't want used, say so. Um, 
But if nothing is said, we're automatically going to keep it anonymous. Yep. Sweet. Thanks for listening. Uh, let me just... Uh, yeah, thanks for listening.